everyone. It's Tony and Cheryl. Welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. We're back on one microphone, uh, the way it should be, I guess. Doesn't sound like Cheryl's in a box six feet away. No. I wish you were in a box six feet under. Oh my goodness, that's awful. That is sad. (laughs) You're so mean. You put your stick right into that, though. You're terrible. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I hope your parents aren't listening. We have to watch my back. That's right. How's the insurance policy doing? Sheesh. Uh, Let's see. News for today. An all-important news. Oh, first, all-important news. Our show is now going mostly merchandise-free. Yes, that's a new thing because I just can't stand it anymore. So we will not be doing merchandise descriptions. If I could get Cheryl to stop doing food descriptions, we'd be much better off. But we will we will take it one step at a time. We are going merchandise-free. We might do a little Merchandise Monday segment, right. which was suggested by our super genius daughter, Isabel. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, do not expect uh, to get merchandise info um, on the podcast. If we go to a video blog uh, what, and we can show pictures, maybe we will. Blog? We might go to a video blog. You never know. Yeah, in three years. All right, so... Uh, for AP holders over at the Scat Cat Club, they are offering free beignets with the purchase of specialty beverages. Um, and their specialty beverages over there are 10 to $12 a piece. And that is running from now until January 4th. So that's a nice treat for annual pass holders. Yeah, it is very nice. Uh, just have to show your annual pass holder or photo ID to redeem your offer. All right. And then over at uh, the Disneyland Parks... At California Adventure, they are going to be celebrating Lunar New Year from January 17th till February 9th. Um, it seems like it features a lot of Mulan characters. Well, obviously, because it's Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big news is those 24 days, you know why they're celebrating it. Why? It's the year of the mouse. Ah. Um, it is a joyous celebration for all ages to commemorate traditions of Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese cultures, along with other favorite, along with favorite Disney characters. Uh, the highlight of the uh, event is the Mulan's Lunar New Year procession, a bright, bold performance hosted by Mulan and her faithful dragon, Mushu. Very good. And then also over in California <clears throat> Adventure is going to be the Food and Wine Festival from February 28th till April 21st. Yep, and uh, during that festival, you'll have the opportunity to enjoy live entertainment, culinary seminars, and demonstrations with a Disney twist uh, for foodies. Uh, We went last year. It's it's a lot different than the food and wine festival that we're used to down in Epcot. It was. Things are closer together. It felt more crowded, and I actually didn't like the food as much. Um, But we were there primarily to do rides and just to do California Adventure as it's uh, originally created without these kiosks. So for, I mean, I think for people who go more often, it's a nice addition, but we were just trying to hit the the basics. So right. we didn't really get much of a chance to do a lot of that. I, I just, I didn't really like the way they were set up because in Epcot, they've got these little, the huts or the, the, you know, the little buildings that they've built. They've got them spread out very nicely. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like these were all in bunches. Yeah, kind of on top of each other and in sort of bizarre places. There was one or two that I was like, ooh, I might like to try this. And the places where they were located was, you know, down some little pathway somewhere. Right. They they were sort of oddly located. It was like a nice attempt. Yeah. But, you know, 
I mean, they're working with what they have. They don't have the, the luxury of, of, you know, Epcot's architecture. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you're from around there and you've got, you know, your annual pass, it's a great thing to get to go do. But I wouldn't make a trip from the East Coast out there just to do that. No, it just happened. And we didn't do it last year either. It just happened. It was Food and Wine Festival and we were there. Right. Um, and let's see. Also in California, um, they have filed a lawsuit against Fuel Rod in California. Um, it's a class action lawsuit and it's because of fraudulent advertising, basically. So they were charging what, around $30 for these right. things with the promise of unlimited swaps. Free unlimited swaps. Right. And now, you know, they're pulling the plug on that and charging $3. And this lawsuit alleges that that was false advertising and that people bought them with the promise of the free unlimited swaps. Right. And it's not just Disney that advertised free unlimited swaps. It's other kiosks as well. Uh, very funny that it is a California law firm filing the uh, class action lawsuit with the plaintiff from Sarasota, Florida mm-hmm. uh, as, as the lead plaintiff. Um, so it, uh, like Cheryl said, uh, you know, people purchase this product with the intent that they would get free swaps for life. Uh, it is a lesser product than other products that are on the market. A lot of people complain that the technology did not allow them to fully charge their phones. Um, I've had good luck with it. Yeah, but even for something that size, with that thing, you know, fully charged and fully functional, something like that on the, you know, retail market, you know, you buy one from Amazon or something is maybe twelve dollars, and you're paying thirty for it. And the reason you're paying thirty for it is because of the convenience, and they've right. taken away a good portion of that convenience. So um, while I'm not particularly upset about the whole three dollar charge, um, I stand behind the lawsuit, I think that they should win. Uh, I saw a very funny meme today, and it it showed a guy, and he was all perturbed. It said, you know, uh, swapping fee for fuel rod, $3. And the guy was, like, shaking his fist. But then it said, you know, Coke, five fifty, And he had this big (laughs) smile on his face. So... Yeah, but, I mean, it's like you know what you're going to what you're going to get. I mean, some it could sort of be said for those uh, refillable mugs that they always have had at the resorts when you used to buy them, it just said free unlimited refills. There was right. no time frame on well, that it. Isn't, didn't a guy just file a suit against Universal for that very fact that they were timing? Differently, yeah. But I mean, right. when you used to buy the mugs, what, 10 years ago when they first had the free refillable mugs, it was, you know, you could bring them back for... It wasn't uh, advertised that you could right. bring them back multiple times, but, you know, it did say that it was for, you know, unlimited refills right. um, over time. And, you know, if I try to bring back my mug from, you know, 10 years ago, right. it's not going to work because now they got these RFIDs and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know if it's worth a lawsuit, but we'll see what well, happens our, with that. Our legal correspondent will keep us abreast of uh, this case. Who's our legal correspondent? You. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep us abreast. Um, let's see. And then in boring news, Primeval World is going to start some seasonal operation from November 24th to December 1st. So what's that, like a week? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's only open due to uh, the higher crowds at Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I You know, I like this ride. A lot of people don't. You don't like it because it spins. I think it's a fun little mouse coaster. It's okay. I mean, I wouldn't. If there was no line and I was over there, I'd probably go on it. I, I wouldn't wait in line for it. I just I just wonder if, you know, it's going to be on the way out. Will it be replaced by something? Yeah, eventually, I'm sure it will. Yeah, it's funny that um, the manufacturer of this ride actually went out of business a few years ago. So I wonder if it's just a, 
you know, are they keeping it seasonal because it's a maintenance issue? The yeah, parts might not be able right, to be it's fabricated. Tricky. Yeah, it's got to be tricky um, to service. But, I mean, you should be able to replace it with just a regular mouse coaster without spinny cars. Yep. Um, and then I'll let you handle this story because this is more up your alley. Although I'm not really a Game of Thrones fan, uh, there was a group, a couple of guys from Game of Thrones, uh, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, uh, were supposed to start working on a new Star Wars trilogy that was supposed to be uh, like completely new, had nothing to do with the Skywalker family, uh, was going to be a new cast of characters, uh, and it was big news that and you know Game of Thrones was finished and these guys were going to come in and uh, you know they did a great job in, in Game of Thrones. And they were going to be the next generation of Star Wars writers. Uh, the first film was supposed to be released on December 16th of 2022, and there were going to be other films also. Um, however, uh, these guys have signed a deal with Netflix, uh, and I believe possibly H HBO. They, they've signed a couple of deals uh, that now prohibit them uh, from having time to dedicate to the Star Wars uh Star Wars, you know, movie films. that they were going to do. Yep. So you know, it's uh, it's not good, right? They, right. And actually, they say in their quote, "There are only so many hours in the day, so we feel we cannot do justice to both Star Wars and our Netflix projects." Um, You'd think they would have like signed something that like locked them in that you couldn't just say, "Eh, you know right? what? Nope, not going to do this one." Right. It's it's so funny though because the Star Wars universe, you know, they had the issues with the solo films, not just the solo film. But Rogue One, the solo film, the solo film performed badly, so they said no more of these standalone films. But then all of a sudden, uh, Rian Johnson, who directed the episode eight, uh, which was panned, was supposed to be doing another trilogy. These guys were going to be doing a trilogy. Kevin Feige, who is the head of Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has uh, uh, said he's going to be doing a Star Wars film. So all of a sudden, for a property that they didn't want to release any more films. All of a sudden, they've got films coming out, uh, you know, out the wazoo here. Yeah. Um, and in other news, uh, uh, Game of Thrones was actually supposed to have a prequel series on HBO. That was big news. Uh, I think Naomi Watts was supposed to star in it, and they just actually canceled plans for that today as well. Huh. Well, I guess everybody's just too busy. Right. Um, back to Disney World. Um, the Disney villains after hours... Um, what would you call those? Special... Disney Villains After Hours? Yeah, um, what are they? They're like... A, it's, it's an After Hours event. Yeah, it's time after the park closes that you get to experience the parks. Um, they were very successful in 2019. They have now released dates for 2020. They are going to do 24 nights between February 7th and July 10th. Which is a huge jump because they only did 10 of them in 2019. 14. It says that they're doing 14 more than in 2019. So. Oh. 14 minus 24. 10. They did 10. You're so good at math. I know. <laughs> That's why you handle the legal stuff and I handle the numbers. So um, the the times for this is technically 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., but you're actually able to get in at 7 p.m. so you can see the fireworks um, at the park that night. Uh, it includes select snacks and beverages, which have been in the past ice cream and popcorn and sodas. Uh, the pricing for that is $145 plus tax if you buy them in advance or $155 plus tax if you buy them day of. Uh, AP and DVC get a $30 discount. So Right. And uh, additionally to that, this event does not include character greetings with the villains. 
But what it does include is a stage show called Villains Unite the Night, starring Hades and Meg from Hercules, where they set the castle stage ablaze in this exciting villainous show, which also features appearances from Jafar, the Queen, Dr. Facilier, and Maleficent. Uh, there's Spot Maleficent the Dragon. Uh, Maleficent the Dragon, with her steampunk style and grin, will be let loose at night. So that's the um, that's the dragon from the parade, yep. uh, which is usually in the afternoon. So she'll be breathing fire uh, for party guests in the evening, which is probably pretty cool. Hopefully she doesn't like light anything on fire. Didn't she like right? open flames she, once she, or something? Yes, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, that did happen. Um, dance the Night Away at the Cinderella Castle Forecourt stage. Oh boy, a DJ dance party. Woo! Um, there will be villain-inspired additions to Pirates of Caribbean and Space Mountain. Don't know what that entails. Um, let's see. Uh, there will be, of course, ex- uh, exclusive merchandise and extremely low wait times at more than 25 attractions and experiences. <laughs> so you can purchase that uh, at DisneyWorld.com slash Villains After Hours by calling the Disney Reservation Center or by calling your local travel agent who happens to be telling you about this story. <laughs> Call Tony. He'll get you your tickets. I think it's um, expensive if you don't have that discount, but if you have the AP or DVC discount, it's sort of reasonable. Because you get some snacks, and you get into the... It's quite a few hours in the park with low lines. Sort of, but it, but it's almost double. You know, if, if you get the cheapest uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party, you're looking at, what, $73, right? Yeah. This is 145 that's it's double the cost, and it's only if you get in from seven to one a six hour event. If you go to Mickey's Not So Scary, you can get in as early as four. Until it what, ends midnight? at midnight, so it's eight hours. So you're getting two extra hours for half the cost. They're busier though. They are, but but what do you think? How long until this is the same volume of tickets that they're letting loose for the Halloween party? Yeah, I just don't think it's quite as, as popular. popular. I mean. Everybody wants to go to the Halloween parties. Well, They're you, with because the, they have the special parades and all that. But I mean, if you're really in it for like the rides, um, and you don't have to have a park, not that you do for the um, for the Halloween party or the Christmas party either, but you don't have to have a park ticket. So that's what I kind of like about these is if you have just an evening, you know, to do something, you can just do this. You don't have to have a ticket for the day. So I do like I do like that. Okay. Um, and then this is sort of coming to a close, but I thought it was interesting um, that they had some cast member pumpkin decorating contests. So at the Value Resorts, I guess this has been done for a few years, that the cast members will decorate pumpkins and then they put them on display and the guests can vote on their favorites. Um, there's like three categories, you know, most creative, best overall, whatever. There's a couple of different categories. Um, it's funny that the voting is done by text. So you like um, text your vote into an, a number. Um, and then this year, in addition to the value resorts, which are Pop and the All-Stars and Art of Animation, Saratoga Springs and uh, the Boardwalk got in on the fun. So um, cool. I think the voting was like yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, it came to a close, but I think they're still maybe on display until Halloween. All right. And in uh, Disney Plus news, um, because, uh, you know, we need to talk about Disney's new streaming service, which debuts at 6 a.m. on November 12th, and I will be sitting there uh, in my jammies with a big bucket of popcorn oh, ready geez. to go. Um, hopefully you caught the Mandalorian trailer that was released. Uh, we posted that on the page last night. Um, but they also released a new trailer for The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Which, oh, all right. Which does look very good. And uh, another trailer for Encore. 
uh, which is a show with Kristen Bell, which follows ordinary people who gather once again to put on the school musical uh, they appeared in during their high school years. So it's kind of, you know, I guess athletes relive their high school glory days, and this is for thespians to relive their glory days. Uh, so we'll repost, uh, actually post both of those on the Facebook page, and hopefully you enjoy that. Very fun. So without merchandise, we managed to do this in 16 minutes. <laughs> um, so we're going to have, our shows are going to be a little bit shorter uh, with, you know, the news will be a little bit shorter because we're not going to do uh, merchandise stuff. Um, so we'll be covering some other topics. Um, we've a little bit touched on that. We've done sort of following along with our cruise planning for our uh, three-day cruise that we have coming up in January. Um, and Tony has just started working with a client on booking a uh, Disney World trip. It'll be their first trip with their family of four. Um, and that's brought up a lot of conversation between the two of us about, you know, what things to recommend and, you know, which resorts to choose. And there's just so many facets of booking a Disney trip and then um, especially as a first timer. So over the next um, week or two, when we have some extra time, we're going to spend it talking about uh, first timers booking a Disney trip. But not tonight. Today, but not tonight, no. Today we're just going to let you enjoy the rest of your commute. Mm-hmm. Maybe you put on some Enya CDs and <laughs> just have a nice relaxing drive. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the merchandise-free Disney Drive Time Podcast.